You know, um, where should we start this week? Man, Amber, you just got back from Ohio. Hey! Oh, H-R- Oh, what's good? Six before you saw what's good, what's good? We live on the west side now, unfortunately. But yes, I did just get back from Ohio. <laughs> I always act so ignorant because I never get to rep Ohio as hard as I want to. And I, I now's mean, my time. N- I mean, this show has been going on well over six months. Like, you ain't got to explain yourself for putting on for your city, goddamn. But my niece turned four. Definitely turned four. Hannah Banana, those of you who are uh, blessed enough to meet her via the Instagram snaps. Man, that strut she did on your Insta story. yeah, Legendary. She came around the corner like that. Yeah, just just felt like it. I'm here. Mm. Like, Hannah is... It's so interesting to watch a little person grow up amongst my, this particular part of my family, because like all of us are in her at one time. Uh I'm like, how are you managing this on a regular basis? This is a lot. So basically you had, you celebrated the four year anniversary of being a bomb ass auntie. Thank you. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. That's That's why I have so many head wraps and uh, scarves now. Uh I got some new scarves passed down to me through Mary Alice. Child, I'm really stepping into my auntie game. I went to Essence this year. I was prepared for this birthday, Mm -hmm. bitch. Like, I was on auntie level 10. You know, I call this phase the big cousin phase. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a little... We got a little wiggle room before we firm into this auntie game, but definitely stepping into big cousin game. I'm going to go ahead and claim it. Yeah. Like, especially... Because I want to be ready by the time I'm 30. Like, I want to know some things. Um, You know what I mean? So yeah, that's my that's my real experience in this world is Hannah Janae Phillips. Happy fourth birthday. Girl, I went to my sister's makeup tutorial. I did a bunch of Columbus shit this time around. Uh-huh. It was a jam-packed day. I surprised my mom. So she did, had no idea I was coming. So, you know, she was just beside herself. Uh-huh. And she got a day off work. When you get a day off work, you Man. know it's something special. It was a holiday. Right. She's a union worker, bitch. H-J- they count you late if you miss a minute. Man. Meanwhile, you can't get me to show up to the office before 1030. <laughs> HJP turns four <laughs> for the books. For the books, nigga. Ooh, that five-year-old turn up is going to be something else. Woo! Can y'all please get one of those, like, characters, like, you know, uh, one of the characters from Moana <laughs> yeah, or from, like, Frozen. <laughs> and then had them, like, dance to Blanca White's throw that ass in the circle with me. <laughs> yes, or yes. Bodak Yellow or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. That seems appropriate. You can't fuck with me. And then Hannah's in the back like, hey, <laughs> this my shit. Hey, Hannah, man. Ugh, I just have so many stories I can't even go through all of them. But, you know, let's get started. Let's not be the Mariah Carrier podcast this week, shall we? I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm feeling really influenced by that later, though. I, I can't even front. Uh, can I please get somebody just to lift me as well that's as, That's what my know, black feminism looks like. Man, if I could just get somebody <laughs> to help me walk, like, you know, Turn one my leg around, bitch. in front of the other while people watch, like, that's the kind of iconic legend status that I'm trying to and get access to. a full to. fucking check for it, I too. need a full-ass lighting team for myself. Why not? If I hurt myself, I want to be able to adorn myself <laughs> in just eagle feathers, you know? Just Mariah! <laughs> being the most biggest, boldest extension of myself that I can possibly be. That's what Mariah Carey inspires in me as well as lets me know, you know, some days you just ain't feeling it. 
You know? And y'all would deal. <laughs> you would get this viral video content and be Listen. glad in it. Somebody hit a woo. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody still managed to woo. Y'all. <laughs> Somebody I don't know why you wasting your time. It's still my nosebleed seats for a Mariah Carey show. Ugh. So she... <laughs> I don't even want to think about that part. I don't want to think about whether or not this was at the state fair or a stadium. Because that really just changes the level of... It probably was. <laughs> it was the probably Atlantic City like shit. It's already in the account. I am here because they told me this is where to place my feet. This is where the red X is. I'm waiting for someone. <laughs> I'm already go. dressed, so I might as well take the stage, bitch. Here I am. Hold my mic, coat my mule. Look at me. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jay as the King of the South. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it do? Um... To her name, self love, her claim to fame. African who knows her name, which stay up in your lane. Never a hoe, YOLO, walls fall down like Jericho. She be deep like ESO. It's 415 out of 510. Melanin first, believe. Dark matter of antiquity. Earth moves and she breathes. Fertile moon cosmic seas. The first one to make the booty pop. Genesis building block. Mind keen like a hawk. Art type queen of the flock. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Black woman is God. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Black woman is God. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Black woman is God. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra, Africa. Abracadabra. Booty soft, but the game is hard. All right. I'm so glad we got Mariah in there because she was my phone's background screen for a solid three months. And it was a it was definitely a conversation starter. I hope it really just gave you all the types of positive energy to it was, just do what you needed to do and hold it down. Man, it was a meditation, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta focus your energy on, you know, icons. You, you know? do set the mood Look for at, the day. I mean, Mariah Carey is doing exactly what we all want to be doing but putting minimal at the point in her career where she could put minimal effort behind it and that's Amara Carey been hitting these upper epsilon notes for our asses for years and yeah. now she's like these are my golden years what the fuck I, I gave y'all heartbreaker come on hero yes uh, emancipation of Mimi is still my shit we used to play the fuck out of that circles maybe you can be is that circles? No, running around, I just running around, running around. It's circles over. Like emancipation of Mimi. Ever since you left me, I've been trying to hide the pain. Nothing is painting lipstick. I'm gonna make sure Amber will sing a song loud and wrong <laughs> as the fuck, y'all. It's what I do. It's what I do. I try to hide the pain. Man. When goes around, it circles over. ODB, I used to sing that to the top of my lungs. Man, you got with to. With the headphones in. Can lip sing the fuck out of that breakdown. Like, I sure. 
It's great. I feel like uh, Mariah's yeah. greatest um, collaboration will always be her and Jermaine Dupree. Oh, for they sure. They made bangers. But bangers, the, bangers, bangers. The slept on is the Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mariah Carey collaboration on Breakdown. Mm, break, see. break down. Yeah, Man. that is. A, yeah, everybody's voice is pretty much. And shout out to Bones, Bone Thugs and Harmony. They're an Ohio group. Well, look at that. I've been in one of their mom's houses before. <laughs> I don't know which one of them niggas it was, but the downstairs was a dedication, and she was a church-going lady. I was young, but I remember I was in a home where a bone thug was raised. You better be asserting black women's roles in collecting hip-hop history, just a part of the culture, narrating the culture the whole time. Always. And always having it on display with the plastic couch. Come on now. I mean, y'all would not have not a single Outkast album if it was (laughs) not for that woman's house that they was coming in, in and out, coming through that basement. Come on! She was going to work every day as a nurse. I see and the these niggas was down there stinking and laying tracks, but Lord, did they make it? Man. All of them. Black women. Iconic. White people have no self control. Goddamn, goddamn. All right, y'all, look alive. <laughs> the U.S. military. <laughs> Take me back to Ohio, nigga. <laughs> I've been avoiding the news like the plague. I was so mad my lift was playing that shit today. Oh my god! But keep listening to us, nigga. We do. Y'all know y'all we love to listen to us tell y'all the news because <laughs> it sound like your big mama and dog watching the news at six o'clock. Goddamn! Goddamn! I can't believe they shot that man. Oh my god! <laughs> Let us play you out your timelines, won't you? Go, Jasmine. The U.S. military <laughs> is spending $130,000 a month to rent space in Trump Nigga. Tower in New York City for the White House military office, despite the fact that Trump hasn't stayed at the property or seen his youngest child in months. <laughs> Just not parenting at all, bitch. Allegedly. Allegedly. The Wall Street Journal (laughs) reported Tuesday... All this other shit is true, though. ...that the military agreed to pay $180,000 for the last 20 days of April 2017 and $130,000 a month thereafter, according to the contract released by the General Services Administration. Why? So, to clear it up just a little bit, just a tiny bit, a spokesperson for the agency, the GSA that I just mentioned, said the owner of the space in the Trump Tower was a private (laughs) individual who was unaffiliated with the Trump organization, suggesting that Trump is not financially benefiting from the lease. This, this, the name of the individual was redacted. It's probably James St. Patrick, bitch. I know it. It could be an unidentified account, some offshore somewhere. Uh, A laundromat, maybe. All we know is. I'm going to need to see some cards. I'm like the Florida state attorney. I'm going to need to see some cards. Look. I'm going to need to see some cards. How did the person acquire the space in the Trump Tower? From Trump? <laughs> 
y'all renting from R. Kelly or no? Because I heard that nigga also lives in the Trump Tower. Because I just got way more questions, but they just making this seem like it's normal to spend this much money a month for a space of that isn't even being you. This is federal funding, y'all. They are wasting your tax dollars. Man. These are some welfare queen ass secret service ass niggas so if y'all are indifferent about the federal funding let's get into the state republican governors have spent more than four hundred thousand dollars at president trump's golf course My in God. miami this year according to the late to the group's latest filing with the irs meanwhile they are literally cutting essential services in the U.S. government, yeah. like access to health care, uh, actual education, um, like arts. the list, the arts, HIV and AIDS prevention, like all that shit teen is Teen pregnancy. They literally wipe teen pregnancy prevention clean. Yeah. Like no resources for parent, young parenting teens like none you can forget it <laughs> so yes the president of the no teeth of life having ass motherfuckers across america <laughs> has managed to find money to pay for the shit he ain't seen in a full ass few full moons <laughs> like they just keep coming and going but right. can't find it nowhere in the budget to keep y'all alive <laughs> just doesn't have it to think about y'all need to stop buying iphones they said on tv if you want healthcare, you need to not be connected to the internet. Not at all. As if that's what people are spending their money on over fucking healthcare, which is expensive as fuck. Way more expensive than the iPhone. You're better off <laughs> with the iPhone, goddamn. They are literally calling your Medicaid entitlements. When we literally are reading headlines, these are headlines in the news. Stating that there's a lot of money being given to organizations that, while Trump isn't affiliated, still hold his name. Right. Okay. Like golf Great. courses <laughs> and buildings where anybody can live. There's no approval process. So, we have been told y'all a long time here at the Black Joint Mixtape that the repeal and the replace plans for healthcare have just been a full repeal and good luck. <laughs> Turmeric. Apple cider vinegar. Pepper and cayenne pepper <laughs> and some water. Gargle that. Spin around two times. Tap your left ear. Rub your elbow and then, you know, liver disease will go away. Uh, so Worms. <laughs> tape worms. Get your ass to tape. Get you some tape. Get you some tape worms. Get you some motherfucking uh. And then there's a whole new ass documentary apparently that's telling niggas they about to die from chicken wings. So oh yeah, on Netflix. Okay. Yes, I hate shit like that. Yeah. But I don't even feel like talking about it today. We can't. But you know they have decided. <laughs> so the Republicans have went ahead to confirm our 
theories here at the Black Joy Mixtape. They have decided it's to It's not make, no motherfucking theories. It's we are, facts. It's facts. Prophecy. We are black women and we know how to read. <laughs> and we're just trying to connecting, read the motherfucking alarm. We are connecting the dots. Your other news sources are claiming to be objective, but just doing a terrible Objectively job. Objectively fucking y'all up. <laughs> they don't even cite their other articles hardly. Like, to say, just say as, as we reported. As, as we reported via TMZ like the rest of y'all like what the fuck y'all every time there's a healthcare victory pause just, and just ask yourself who were the people who voted against it and why let's let's just pause but they definitely made the replace part of the repeal silent this week like they have literally said senate majority leader mitch mcconnell a couple days ago was facing defeat on his quote-unquote obamacare replacement so he was like y'all i will push the senate to pass a clean repeal bill and to which Trump was like, great, if we got to do a repeal, you know, I'm with it. Paul Ryan, yeah, like, we must just repeal, you know, and have a two-year delay of no health insurance. I'm fine with that. So. <laughs> they are trying to kill y'all. <laughs> so if They're it was. They're poisoning the water and then saying you, you will not be able to access an urgent care physician. <laughs> Show blood start coming out of your fucking eyeballs. So pretty much two Republican senators just said, no, y'all, this ain't right. Or I don't know, just could not agree with it. So it killed the replacement bill that was unveiled on Thursday. So then some other folks joined these other two senators, meaning that the vote, they lacked the necessary votes to pass this particular bill. So now all the folks who were trying to, you know, kill this bill, they are currently in the meeting. I don't know if they out now. It's Wednesday night. A group of GOP senators who opposed earlier health bills are meeting on Wednesday evening to try to, quote unquote, hash out their differences and save the bill. There ain't no differences. It's literally health care or no nah at this point. The, and y'all want them to vote no. Nah. Like y'all really trying to coerce these people into voting no. Nah. The meeting follows a gathering with President Whitney. Ugh who ordered senators to stay in D.C. until they pass a bill to repeal and replace I bet he turned the health care condi- law. He turned off the air conditioning and shit. <laughs> now, until we raise, I'm going to keep passing this collection plate by your ass until I get a yes vote. <laughs> who knows what's happening here in D.C., man? Ain't, ain't no telling what type of threats. Apparently, the media is also normalizing this very coercive bullying tactics yeah they're like donald (laughs) Donald trump Trump. is heading down to the hill to twist (laughs) some arms so do you think donald trump will pull some ears into the right direction like y'all need to stop playing with that rhetoric until this nigga really twists the arm already a republican senator has broken a journalist's glasses for reporting and asking about health care what what we need to know you all and this is why it was such a heavy battle for obama to try and pass there is big money in our healthcare system. Huge. Big money in pharmaceuticals. I don't know enough 
or have access to enough research to know how it compares to oil or military spending or those kind of things. But even the fact that you are advertised prescription pills on your TV should tell you something. With the list of side effects longer than the actual advantages of Hello? the drug. There is, there is money to be won and lost here. Like, this is the type yeah. of shit that kills people. So, according to the Congressional Budget Office, we know that, and this is making the headlines, repealing Obamacare without a replacement could result in 32 million people losing their insurance in the next 10 years. By 2018 alone, though, it will also increase insurance premiums. Average premiums without a replacement would increase by 25% in 2018 alone next year. The increase would reach about 50% in 2020, and premiums would about double by 2026. Y'all, I am currently paying over $200 for my health insurance. I am healthy. I'm a healthy person. Y'all are literally saying, they are saying, y'all, by 2020, I could be paying $500 for the health insurance I currently have as a single person without children. What does that mean for people who are poor as well as the fact that they are trying to get rid of Medicaid? They're literally also trying to get rid of Medicaid at the same time. There wow. is going to be like, fend for yourself. Here's some Band-Aids. And also, so I... Meanwhile, in Ohio, they're building entire hospitals for people who are suffering from the drug epidemic, a.k.a. white folks who are suffering from the drug epidemic in Ohio. Like, how do we expect people to pay for rehab? How do you... Our government is being very hard on real people right now. Voters. Privatizing care. So even how people are paying for it. So there have been articles I've seen in passing about how there's been an uptick in people relying on crowdfunding to pay their medical bills so there is this piece around and we keep talking about this like our government is responsible for caring for us Mm y'all like that is real we do better our economy does better when people are thriving in this particular economy all this is is continuing this idea of scarcity and notions of scarcity only get people killed mm-hmm. by our healthcare system. We're just talking about the healthcare system. Like, and yeah, where does the bug stop? Are people going to start going to debtor's prison for not paying their medical bills? Are doctors going to turn away surgeries or cancer treatment? Like it's it's and it's so sad that we aren't still thinking of ways to improve having health care because we know it's better for not only individuals. It's literally better for the country right. for people to have health care. And these insurance companies cannot continue to be unchecked. Yeah. The Affordable Care Act, as we know it now that we are fighting to keep is a skeleton Mm -hmm. of itself Mm -hmm. because it it used to have a public option in there 
and if you aren't familiar with public options, it's like having a post office when there's a FedEx and a UPS. Now, FedEx and UPS are great when you need to have something overnighted, but you're going to pay FedEx and UPS prices. But literally, a post office makes it accessible or makes it available for people to send their mail when they don't have the means to get FedEx or UPS. Mm -hmm. You still have the right to send and receive mail. So that's why it's important that our post offices remain open. Like, so when they close in rural communities, we're cutting off people's access to the outside world. And we're also not in the position where it costs $52 to mail a letter. Right. And that's what we're looking at exactly. with this repeal. It will cost you $52 to send some shit in that you have <laughs> to send in, bitch. You have to. Instead of the 48 cents that it actually costs. <laughs> to run. <laughs> Ugh. Anyhow, so that's white folks acting up consistently, okay. being the standard only for absolute fucking evil. You know, and influencing our brothers to continue to be involved with the cool color colorblind collective. Goddamn. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, I want to be in that. I want to be in the cool color colorblind collective. You I know, Van Jones was in there and Tyrese. <laughs> I just really wanted to see them. Well, here you go. Y'all want to be white men so bad that y'all just keep joining this terrible fraternity. Welcome, Michael Vick. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, 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 my nigga. Now, I am very saddened by the fact that Michael Vick is here because I must say that when Michael Vick was a returning citizen (laughs) on the Philadelphia Eagles uh, around 2010-2011, I was there. (laughs) <laughs> I was full on. It was probably before the end. Michael I don't quite Vick remember. It's just, you know, he's triggered right now. That's just, why he's that's what that's <laughs> Michael Vick is like, listen, nigga, all I did was play with some dogs and these white people wouldn't Turn let me have it. You out here talking about Black Lives Matter <laughs> and got an Afro. Okay, this is what he said, y'all. So I know y'all done heard about this. I know ESPN, they ain't got no, no new content nothing. because nothing. football season ain't started and basketball season. They're like, let's make him a victim, even though we sat here and said fucking nothing the entire time. The Patriots were in and out of the motherfucking White House. We had nothing to say, but now we got this nigga acting up, so let's make him the fucking enemy. Yeah, so Michael Vick, a part Uh. of his comments about Colin Kaepernick, if you aren't familiar, so Michael Vick decided to give Colin Kaepernick a little advice. If you aren't familiar, Colin Kaepernick still ain't got a contract for next year because the NFL is racist. Is racist. Period. I have nothing <laughs> else stop. to say. Like, Let the audience <laughs> is racist. Apparently, ratings dropped because he refused to kneel or whatever. You know, for. white people just cannot see such a disobedience. Just cannot, you know, love Ooh, talking about. I ab- hate when a light skinned nigga is acting up. I just can't watch my football no more. I want my First Amendment right to say, you know, really awful things as well as say the N word. And I also just don't want to acknowledge it when a black man with the afro decides not to participate in the Pledge of Allegiance. Y'all, we live in a democracy that is totally fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what the whole shit is about. That's the whole like ain't that why they dumped their tea That's in the heart? Literally why <laughs> like, ain't that the propaganda about the founding fathers? The propaganda about why you all even got on a sailboat is around <laughs> you 
having the free will to say whichever pledge of allegiance you want. Rather than the true story of y'all being the the degenerates of goddamn <laughs> Europe. <laughs> you couldn't cut it over there, you lazy fucks. <laughs> so y'all came over here in all that wool. <laughs> goddamn me, hot as the fuck. G- like, <laughs> the sickest fuck. All this smallpox and <laughs> just sick as the fuck encounter indigenous people who got this shit all laid out just know the moon cycle know when shit grow when shit don't where to find a buffalo hello dog gonna be nice enough to show y'all around all y'all can do is get slaughter on your mind these white men are dangerous I've seen Pocahontas fucking propaganda y'all that, came all over that here. Who is Pocahontas really? Who anyway, is, who is related to her? <laughs> Show yourselves. Propaganda. Bruh, this is also, we'll get back to Mike Vick, but this is also the whole fucking Sacagawea. problem. They realize with Aladdin that it is a made up fucking it's, story. Where's Agrabah? That doesn't exist. <laughs> It doesn't exist. Some white man saw some brown people and he threw a bunch of shit together, put some targets and headscarves on that shit. And now people are fighting about who the, who's going to represent this white fucking fantasy. That's what we're having a discussion Weird. about right now. But anyway, back to what <sighs> Mike Vick said, part of what he said on Colin Kaepernick and his afro. He said, Quote, when he was having a... a, a uh, traumatic recap experience. Remember that he remembered the advice he received <laughs> Cut when, your hand, nigga. when he was on trial for you know them dead dogs. Let's not forget that <laughs> <laughs> Mike Vick. Like recipes to them dogs. Mike Vick was having a PTS episode and the lights was on and this nigga was like, "Cut your hand, cut your hand." He said. <laughs> Y'all, don't have Peter tweeting us talking about how insensitive we are about these damn dogs. We just saying that our nigga found out firsthand <laughs> that white people get excited about, you know, they things that they that. decide right. are big things. You know, lesser so oh, among Jesus. our culture, you know. But... Don't God help. bless the dogs. Don't be mistreating Rest your animals. In peace, little dogs. You know, down yeah, in the deep south, it's just. <laughs> Do not abandon your dogs. Give them water. Don't chain them to the fence. <laughs> like no, nobody want that. Nobody want to see that in the hood. Turn that commercial off. <laughs> And y'all, y'all gotta treat your dogs better than that. Now, if you don't want the animal on the inside, just don't get one. You ain't gotta have one. You just gonna keep that nigga chained up, barking at the neighborhood kids. You don't have to have a dog right now. <laughs> That's not your ministry, Bruh, As a kid, these get next, you a hamster, a ha- a fish, you know, even. something light that doesn't require a I whole lot. Get a cat, plant, but. I'm glad black people don't have a ton of cats Man. because we be beating their ass too. I, I still ain't said this quote yet. <laughs> we have no respect for the cool color color black we collective. Don't. That's why. We don't respect and we got empathy for niggas who just anyway. I just don't respect Mike, you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the first thing we gotta get Colin to do is cut his hair. Yeah. I don't think he should represent himself in that way in terms of the hairstyle. Okay. Just go clean cut. Why not? Perception and image is everything. I love the guy to death, 
but I want him to succeed on and off the field. And this has to be a start for him. <laughs> breathe, count to 10, Mike. Count backwards from 10 and just breathe in and out. You are in 2017. It's all right. Nobody is, uh, you know, them late hits. I know they didn't got to you because, you know, as a black quarterback, they love letting a late hit fly on y'all. <laughs> they do not be calling nobody's penalty. Where no flags get thrown. And the fact that Mike Vick had the nerve just revolutionized the quarterback. Like, Cam Newton's game heavily influenced by Mike Vick. The I'm fact sure. that Mike Vick runs out of the pocket just beautiful to watch just <laughs> these white people just be so confused on how to make sure he doesn't have a completion but you know Mike Vick bruh come I, out where did they even find him to comment on this this was a setup like <laughs> you fell for the fucking okie doke like this is why black men cannot be leaders they cannot be the heads of the household because it'd be the simplest question for you to say you know, no comment or, you know, I wish the best. But instead, you just pick up, you just revert back to this five-year-old state. Just um, terrible advice. Just bad advice. Do you think Do you think it would matter if this nigga had a haircut or not? <laughs> he got a 59% completion rate right now. <laughs> they don't care. They, they don't, don't care. want him. Look. He's literally bringing in funding. I'm paying attention to football. <laughs> the highest paid, like, the most sold jerseys last season was also Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> like, they don't. Come on. This is not an interest. Like he, that's the thing white people are waiting for. Like, you know, I just wish I, he can take a knee, <laughs> but I just wish he would cut that fucking afro. <laughs> that's that, an excuse. That's, that's a fucking excuse. To excuse dude. racist workplace practices. <laughs> Y'all, they literally are out here talking about our hair. It, like, they have the right to discriminate against us about our hair. We've talked about this here, but this is a bigger problem around racism in workplaces. They literally don't want you there. They, this is what yes. this is about. Yes. They don't actually want us here, y'all. Look how many times you have had to apologize, Michael Vick. And every time <laughs> your name comes up, what do we do? We still got to talk about these dogs. We still have to talk about these dogs and what's in the new crispy chicken wrap. Like, Look. We won't let that white people won't let you Mike, walk away from that. You came out of prison in so much debt. It was I remember how much scrutiny as well as how much celebration it was that you got this contract with the Eagles. Like we were proud and happy to support you Good in this job. endeavor Big to home. return. As a returning citizen. You yes. know, we love some returning citizens. Shout out to Remy Ma. You know? Gucci, just the the glow up, and now look, look at you, look at you, fam, you fell for it. <laughs> Black lives matter. Colin responded and said <laughs> some sub Instagram, you know, some niggas just got Stockholm syndrome, you know, they just ain't the teacup has not been shattered yet. Harriet Tubman said, "I freed so many of these slaves, and I shot a couple of them too, <laughs> and I could have freed more, but they just knew." <laughs> Child. She's like, oh yeah, he got caught by Madison. No, Harriet Tubman put a bullet in that ass because they was trying to run back home, talking about I'm gonna cut my hair and then maybe I won't be in such trouble anymore. I, look, Harriet Tubman 
was like, look, you tell anybody I killed this nigga, I'm going to kill you too. I'm going to kill you too. <laughs> now let's go to Canada. <laughs> Let's keep going, Let's y'all. Keep going. Is everybody in in the in the ride in the caravan? You got your biscuits? <laughs> Did you pee? <laughs> All right, we ain't stopping no more. All, All right. right, okay. <laughs> Now let's follow this moss, my niggas. <laughs> it's time to get on up out of here. This is absurd. The wind is this way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I smell anger, so we might want to get going. <laughs> All right. When niggas start talking about Harriet Tubman, you know we are on the eve of our favorite section. Black women, the guys. It's the black women, the guys. <laughs> Shaboing boing. <laughs> Shaboing boing. <laughs> Boom shakalaka, bitch. Why was I home definitely trying to teach Hannah them words? You best believe. Everything is shaka. Everything is shaka. She oh, was on right. some other stuff. She's still a big Moana fan. Yay. I love that movie. I feel like I was making her watch it more than she was asking to watch it. You know, you just got to keep putting it on. Absolutely. Adjust Learn the baby's eyes. Exactly. Because if the baby can sit through Frozen, I know Moana. She loves Moana. Yeah. I also was just fully invested in it as well. <laughs> Love that movie. If you haven't seen it, please do. Did we talk about it? I don't think so. At some point we'll go. According to Atlanta's Channel 2 News, <laughs> our favorite great aunt and notorious jewel thief, Doris Payne, has been arrested again at the tender age of 86 on Monday night at the Walmart on Chambly Tucker Road in DeKalb County. What's up? <laughs> She's charged with theft by shoplifting. Okay. If y'all don't remember Miss Doris Payne, Miss <laughs> Doris, you know, she is just an iconic jewel thief. Jewels. Today is a rose gold kind of day. You know, just out here. <laughs> but now she kind of stealing low level shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried. She got picked up at a Walmart. I'm like, what happened, sis? $86 worth of materials. <laughs> Go in there and give me some pickles. <laughs> I'll do it myself, goddamn. <laughs> Grandma, you ain't got no money. She probably mad at one of her nephews for not taking her to the store. Man, that $86, she sold five whole items at the Walmart. Uh, <laughs> some okay. mascara, some tissue, some insure. <laughs> D- depends. This woman basically stole $86 from the Walmart and it's just not in character of her. You know what no. I mean? She's a jewel thief. The bitch. finest. I feel like she just left her wallet at home. <laughs> but I wonder what she got because I feel like at 86, the, cho- the shopping lift is like Tussie deodorant. <laughs> Some moon pies. White diamond. <laughs> Perfume. <laughs> Give me a couple Ziploc bags. You mean? Like a six container of a half dozen of eggs, not a whole. Now, for you hate listeners out there, <laughs> yes, we got a whole ass jewel theme in Black Women of God. <laughs> because what we know for sure is Doris Payne can't nearly steal enough from you motherfuckers as much as damn nine is finna steal from us and continues to steal from us every day. You don't have enough people. access, so we gotta <laughs> expand our territory to founders of Reddit <laughs> and your local Walmart. Y'all, 
We just read to y'all a lease for $130,000 a month in a place that this nigga may or may not come visit. Hello? He ain't been there in months. Anyway, shout out to Miss Doris. You know, if y'all... Anybody want to set up a crowdfunding campaign to make sure Miss Doris got her essentials so, you know, she can get Ooh. back to getting to the stuff that she needs to get? I wonder what the takedown was like. Miss <laughs> Doris, you here again, girl. <laughs> Why did they just call her a nephew to come pick her up, goddamn? Y'all didn't have to arrest her. No. She had two mug shots in one week <laughs> over here just trying to get her essentials. Some lettuce, tomato. Go in there and give me some Hawaiian rolls. I'm going to cook something today. Man. And then moving right along. Yes. You got this one. <laughs> Y'all, so, uh, so much drama in the entertainment industry <laughs> this week. You won't believe it. So, this last week we heard that Tyler Perry just signed a very lucrative deal, apparently, with Viacom to produce some new television for BET. Why? We don't know, but hey, BET's call. Um, but then it came out this week. I saw it via The Shade Room. <laughs> Mara Brockenkill is moving over to OWN. Her and her husband mm. are supposed to be developing a series for the Oprah Winfrey Network about a power couple, bitch. And I am ready. I am so ready. Black Love Goes, you tell me we can have a whole sitcom of drama Based on black power couples? Absolutely. I hope it's good. I hope so, too. But she gave us the game. She gave us being Mary Jane. Girlfriends. Girlfriends. Like, she's been... She got some hitters. I, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Niggas was sad when the game was off TV and then brought it back and then, you know, stayed a little too long. But now we're here. Yeah. I, I will just totally admit, though, I have not watched Greenleaf... I don't watch Queen Sugar, but I am really excited about how Oprah is building this network of women of Brewster's place. Yes. (laughs) And let me tell you, Greenleaf, when I was watching the behind the scenes of that, Oprah was saying stuff. She's like, I really wanted people to see accessible black wealth. Mm. Okay, girl. Great. The black church, yes. Them motherfuckers is wealthy. So We done put a couple of them on reality television. Absolutely. And I love Greenleaf because it's all... I don't think I've seen a family drama like this before. Mm-hmm. Where it's... Everyone is still really trying really hard to be the best person. Mm-hmm. It's just hella complicated. Um, like, the kids still live at home. Like... They have maids and shit. It's crazy. I'm really excited about the kills being brought into the fold because it seems to me that the folks who are developing content are just getting a little younger. Yes. So I'm really excited about how this trajectory becomes a spot for grooming the next generation of creators mm-hmm. and the type of content their own will be creating in the next 10 years. Yes, because also that is one of the another big highlights with Queen Sugar is that though Ava is like leading that charge on most of the episodes she's bringing in mm-hmm. all of these women directors like mm-hmm. queer, black, latina, like just all these different kind of women directors because she'll say, oh, I went to Sundance and I saw their film or I did this. Just proving the point that if there is an Ava, that there has to be 
a countless more. Just building the fuck out of their IMDb. Building, like literally <laughs> building it out. And yeah. I, at Essence Fest, they had a bunch of conversations with Queen Sugar. Of course, they were there to promote. And one of the things that was just like amazing to hear was how all the actors, specifically the black women who are on the show, are sharing how like monumental it was for them to come onto this set and be surrounded by so many women, so many people of color to be taking direction from a person of color in the director's seat that it like overwhelmed them with, even though it's a completely different sector. I think about that a lot when I was introduced to reproductive justice or when I met some of these amazing dynamic black women leaders who were also real people like Jasmine Burnett continues to be the love of my life because she's not only a leader and like oh very thoughtful um leading organizations and causes and campaigns but she's a real person like she tells us about her life she shares those stories she's always reaching back so I can imagine in a field as white as Hollywood that that has to be a mindfuck yeah as well as like meeting creatives fellow creatives in this like Taja Lindley who literally Mm -hmm. Um, Gloria Malone, who's been on this show, featured the Petty Black Feminist t-shirt and Taja's earrings from Color Girls Hustle. And like, it's just so great to be introduced firsthand in the reproductive justice movement to people who were willing to create and actively creating to get to freedom. Right. And that was so Not inspiring. responding. Yeah. Right. And while we're talking about different sectors, like opportunity to create on scale is just such a game changer. It really is. Because it shifts the minds of what we believe is possible. So, you know, even Oprah trying to say she wants to create wealth, a representation of wealth that is attainable is her way of saying, you know, you can get this too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and not that it's the goal, but it I definitely not, and it, we have to while we can be anti capitalist, we also have to remember that there's so much here. Right. And it's and ours. we deserve to have access to it too. Yeah. And I've been I've been thinking a lot about that too, about at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make sure that your family and generations after them are able to eat without struggle. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is the system that we are within and we can buck up against that too. But there's something to be said by with the resources that are available. We can't keep getting images from only white people that we need people like Oprah who are saying, actually, I'm going to continuously tap these women and not just women, but women who are making content that actually centers us which is why I love Queen Sugar. You see an older woman falling in love. You see a bisexual woman navigating love and magic. But it's just, we need to be able to see those different representations of ourselves so that then we know that it's possible to build whatever we want. And also, we have to figure out how to fund the yes. ideas that we want to see. Hello? So we have to get really creative around like dismantling, not only dismantling this system, but also how do we set up generations to mm. thrive in the future? And right now, the system that we have do not see black folks in the future in representation as well as within our health care, mm-hmm. you know, as well as our criminal justice system, you know. So I think it is really important to think about uh, that context as well as, you know, just remembering what abundance looks like, like remembering that 
when one breaks through like an Ava, what you're describing, mm-hmm. like bringing so many people at the table so that we flood this mug yep. with imagery. I want to see more Oshun imagery. I want right. to see way more. Like Ava got <laughs> Oprah in a fucking Disney movie looking like God. Yeah. Like, we ain't seen no shit like that before outside of my dreams. Look, I read A Wrinkle in Time when I was a teenager, a young teenager, and it was dry. I'm interested in revisiting just from the Oprah pictures alone. It's it's amazing. (laughs) And... I find it funny that Tyler Perry is the person that they've tapped to go over to BET to develop new stuff when we're literally in a time of like Issa Rae, when we're seeing like Instagram folks literally bust to the top of creating content because it's actually for and by young people and we know that that's who is consuming a lot of this. But we said we were done with Tyler Perry when he gave that woman that limp in Temptation. Girl, I mean, who is Tyler Perry developing other than himself? I just, I don't know. Have we seen or heard any of his mentees? All right, great. Yeah. So I feel like we literally put this, I almost forgot about it, but put it at the end because this is such an ancient tale of fuckery in our own community. Um, the whole R. Kelly. R. Kelly being a pedophile. New developments in the abuse, pedophilia, questionable, unethical, illegal, predatory behavior that that. is Robert Kelly. And I'm mad. I'm I'm, I'm so mad that I have to say that name here. It's just, ugh. I'm... To me that I was at home with my, you know, my family's filled with women. Like I have a twin sister, a younger sister. My mom raised us and now we have Hannah, who's a little girl. And I was reading that when I woke, when I woke up Monday and I'm just like. The article the, with BuzzFeed. The article with Buzz is saying that allegedly R. Kelly is running a call with all of these young what we I don't even know if it's all black girls but the one that we saw on air was a young black girl but with all these young girls and nobody their families aren't able to get a hold of them he's literally dictating what they wear what they don't wear this there's all this commentary from people within R. R. Kelly's camp but you know they've never gone to the news or to the cops themselves so I'm also like what the fuck were y'all doing for a check as well like why is at every turn people are invested in the harm of black girls what struck me around the story without placing blame is how these parents assume that R. Kelly would not harm Mm -hmm. their children and now they're in a moment of panic and so What I find so fascinating is the fact that black women are more likely to deal with abuse than their white counterparts, as well as less likely to call the police. 60% of black females will experience sexual abuse before they are 18 years old. And that article was published on BET last week. Hmm. The themes that we have been getting at over the last few weeks, we're talking about the rape case with uh, the gang rape of Reese Taylor. We're talking about Black China. And this week, we're talking about all the black girls 
who have been harmed by R. Kelly. There is a, it has been long documented that long R. Documented. Kelly is a pedophile. The difference between this story is the victims are just a wee bit older and there's just a lot of mystery around what is going on, mm-hmm. which is digging up the old conversations that we have had about R. Kelly. Now, what I'm so fascinated by is how people are responding to this story. Yeah. And I bring up those stats because black women, black girls, black films, reality. Who are we actually defending when we defend R. Kelly? Yeah, it's not about him. Are you defending yo the man you decided to marry to parent your children, their stepfather? Is it your father? Is it your brother? Who is this person that y'all are caping so hard for? Because this story is old. Not just R. Kelly. I mean, the story around abusers and the people who decide to protect them. Is mm-hmm. it your minister? We know this narrative. We like, know. we've seen it. This is this is why I think you should watch Greenleaf. But <laughs> it's the first time people even are starting to talk about it in, in a, a TV representation of how it actually is showing up in churches and family structures. In places devoid of white people, we are protecting our abusers. And we are doing it for reasons that I can only imagine, maybe for safety, maybe because we don't know anything else. But it's kind of frightening because I understand that Um, Jasmine, you were talking about how these parents think they are an exception to the facts that we know about R. Kelly. But I think if people continuously say that, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, this doesn't mean that much that it starts to get to you like maybe that maybe I can do something different, which I think is the plight of black folks throughout history is that maybe you as an individual can do something to circumvent the reality that racism is real, that sexism is real, that abuse is real and oppression is real. And it's actually happening to you. We're always taught that there's something we can do, some part of our body we can change some kind of there's not until we get rid of the problem. R. Kelly is our community problem. People who are R. Kelly in our communities are the problem. And until we start to acknowledge it one and call it by its name and choose to go through a trans um, transformative justice or kick them the fuck out this shit is going to keep happening it's the equivalent like r kelly i think what we're trying to say y'all every time y'all decide to play happy people or whatever in the fuck at the family reunion it's the equivalent of making the small child hug the family member Mm -hmm. that they ain't fucking with for good reason for good reason and also like The reason why it's important to trust black women, particularly trust black women who are actively saying that they are victims, because there are whole generations coming up next. How 
how are we setting next generations up to thrive, to be wonderful, to be the holiest, purest versions of themselves? If we cannot hold the monsters in our beds, in our homes, in our communities accountable. And also, calling them monsters and not also calling them coach. Also calling them fathers, uncles, and whatever. Like, we get into this bad habit of calling them by bad names. R. Kelly is a whole-ass father. And there's whole-ass parents looking for their children. Mm-hmm. How dare he do a parent like that? As a parent, even as a parent, y'all, you know, like these people have multiple identities. And just because you would hold this particular status in a home or a community or or a job or wherever y'all niggas get y'all's importance from, like it doesn't make the fact that you are a predator invisible. Mm-mm. Those things can exist all at one time. It's why people can say, like, when Kate Michelle was out here trying to tell people about Memphis, their producer, about his abuse, Toya, LaToya Wright, is out here saying, oh, he ain't never hit me. I don't know what she's talking about. And then next thing you know, a couple years later, she is detailing the forms of abuse that she had to endure from him. And then she got it. She can't be. And in some ways, and I don't know if this is completely true, but there's so much shame around being abused. And there's nothing. We have nothing to be ashamed of. They have everything to be ashamed of. Everything to be ashamed of. The fact that trauma, we are literally out here talking about harm and trauma as a rite of, of a rite of passage for black girls. You have become a woman now. Beyonce, Jay-Z, like we're back at Jay-Z telling a black girl, don't embarrass me. We assume it's Beyonce. On her 21st birthday, talking about he saw the innocent leave the innocence leave her eyes. Why is that? Why do we have to go through this? Mm-hmm. We don't. You know, and that's not me placing blame. I'm just like, y'all, if you cannot be motivated by yourselves and your own experiences and the experiences of your people, your loved ones, be motivated by the next generation. Set them up for success because this is not it. Black girls deserve. They deserve protection they deserve to not have to read this fucking story again. And they don't and they also deserve to not be in a position where they have to run away or seek people like R. R Kelly. Kelly. Absolutely. So because like that's a real gag too. Trust black girls when they when they say this dynamic ain't working for me. We gotta trust that so they don't have to seek predators like this. When those girls went missing in D.C., real or imagined, these girls aren't missing because they just some deviant people that can't can't mind their mama. Like, yeah, that might be part of the story, but ask more questions about these home dynamics. Mm -hmm. And, like, again, I'm not placing blame on parents. Like, y'all, parents do not exist in a vacuum. They mess up. They think that they're making the best decisions for their kids to set them up for success. 
and understand putting your kid in the hands of a predator for them to succeed is the recipe for failure. But I also, just to add to that, I think there's so much... It's a lack of options. Mm-hmm. That's all that's happening. What what we were trying, what I was trying not to talk about in this movie that's out. My sisters have been blowing up my text message about it. Is that people already? If we already what knew um, what the health, if we already knew R. Kelly was awful, right? While the entertainment industry continues to prop him up, giving him access to resources, therefore making him an expert in creating bangers or hits, as he talks about with that girl, like, oh, we can write a hit anytime um, with a young girl who's also trying to accomplish her dreams. Even with things down to like this healthcare movie, or this food movie, what the hell? We know that our food is shitty. We know that it's bad for us. We know that chicken is like really grown up in some scary ass fucking places. The thing is now that we know what options do we have to access the resources that we need in order not to participate in this. And I think there's these two conversations that need to go on with the parents and why I'm very hard on not placing blame on them because yep. at the same time I have sang the lyrics to ignition recently because of the the environment or the places that you're in or people seeing you as being like a distraction for saying no I can't participate in this or no I want something more because you don't have access to it and I think that we have to always have those conversations at the same time and place blame where it needs to be placed which is some of the conversation I've had on Twitter is because everything is supporting this negative thing that we are not supposed to be partaking in. Yeah. Because we refuse to tell the truth. Yeah. We literally just watched Bill Cosby do this same. He's old as fuck. It took him to be old as fuck to be tried. You said R. Kelly right now has never gone to trial for this shit. No. You got to be a desperate motherfucker to give your kid over to R. Kelly. Do you understand? That's- like, something really is wrong for you to give your kid over to fucking R. Kelly. Knowing who he is. Knowing who the fuck he is. Kim is a part, like, the whole the whole thing is a part of the culture. And that's also, this system. But comparing R. Kelly to Hugh Hefner, who has allegedly gotten away with sleeping with young girls or whatever abuses he has done i don't know i'm not a white person that's <laughs> white people's jobs to investigate and dismantle hugh hefner and his playboy fortune if that's what white people want to go do they can certainly go do that i will gladly read the reports i am responsible for my community and i like me and amber tell y'all time and time again that whiteness is not the standard for us Mm -hmm. do what you gotta do for the future of your community but i'm very clear about mine and the direction i want to see mine go and this ain't it Mm -mm. not when i got little cousins who under the age of 10 out here and amber is telling me over 60 percent of black girls will suffer some type of abuse before the age of 18. Literally, I'm going through the role of black girls in my life mm-hmm. that I have to be concerned about. And, like, y'all are just continuing this toxicity. You can't even save yourselves from yourselves, but got the nerve to have guns 
for other predators that may be entering your home when your child begins to date. Mm-hmm. Like we have to get to the root rather than talking about you should cut your hair or, you know, you should just get a girl that's 18. You know, clearly R. Kelly needs some type of help as well as the fact that he needs to be held accountable. Please, God, at least give us one beacon of hope, an example of someone being held fucking accountable. Anything. Kelly has never been tried for rape or sexual assault of a minor. Meanwhile, there's whole ass skits about the shit. Video about the shit. A part of his canon. I was convinced as a kid that that was not him in that video because someone told me R. Kelly had a twin brother. Literally, and that's just what I was told to believe. That case went on for six years, paid off a lot of people, and he got off. That article, though, if like you really want to read some disturbing shit, read that article on BuzzFeed. Mm. You know, we, we are very firm about what is and is not fake news on BuzzFeed. But, like, man, it just made me so sad. It made me so sad, and then it made me give... It made me look back again at 444 about how the... Even though Jay-Z is talking about relationship, the trauma that he enacted on someone through a relationship context, that it never starts or stops there. There's all types of ways Black men are enacting trauma on our communities, and I'm looking forward to what, what does the continued conversation of undoing that look, look like? Because mm-hmm. he's calling people out like that. He's calling out the Bill Cosby's. But even when I think of R. Kelly and his relationship with fucking Kanye and how Kanye continuously refuses to take a stand with black people, especially black women. Mm-hmm. And at what point are we going to be like, until we can get hold of him, we got to hold everyone around him accountable. Yeah. And Kelly? also, Jay-Z has to actively disavow best of both worlds, point blank. <laughs> you hint at it, y'all. You dropped out of the tour. Like, I remember that when I was a teenager. Like, y'all can't keep tiptoeing. Like, it's cool to say Peel Cosby right now, but will you say R. Kelly's name as somebody as having, like, that's your peer? Peer. Call him out. This is awful. So, for those of you all who this story is hitting close to home or just have just been triggered by the news lately, we hope that. You know, the beginning part of this gave some reprieve from that because I know I'm damn certain tired of talking about this, but I won't stop. I I won't stop. We love you so much. Have so much compassion for you. Even I'm literally struggling because even when I see black women defending him, I just have so much pity and sorrow for us Mm -hmm. in a real deep way because we are negotiating some shit and like we're just doing our best to make sense of some shit that we don't deserve to have to like negotiate. We we don't deserve this, y'all. Our kids, our people don't deserve this. Mm-mm. And it's and like yeah, this is the first time I'm talking about. Like I couldn't even tweet about it. Like I just can't. I can't. Every time I try to bring myself to say something, it's just hard because it just makes no sense. Like I'm no. tired of also reposting articles that say that no one cares about black women and girls. 
I care about black women and girls. You care about black women and girls. I hope the majority of the people who are clicking on this motherfucker care about black women and girls. Let's organize and fucking thunderclap that shit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're literally calling sexist black women to God. Yes. Like if, if if they don't if they don't see the value in us, goddamn, we take that shit. Mm-hmm. We ain't gotta take this, y'all. We deserve to demand more. Burn oh. down heaven's gates if you have to. Please. Be a volcano. Be be the sun. Understand Burn that these they- motherfuckers up. If that's what Django on their ass, we they aren't. The, I'm, we talk about Harriet Tubman every week. She carried a fucking shotgun. We didn't try to negotiate with these fucking terrorists. Over and over and over and, and, over, and over again. again. Y'all will look Beyonce in the eye and still disrespect the fuck out of her. So I'm wondering what will it take? What y'all want? What y'all want? You want these hands? Because I cannot. I refuse. I, I'm not, Hannah will not. Yeah. That's all I'm letting you niggas know. I'm not interested in anybody that don't see my ass in the future. And R. Kelly clearly don't want to see black girls in the fucking He doesn't future. want them to talk. No. Dress themselves. Talk to their fucking families. Is that not enough? That alone. Come on, Come y'all. On. Y'all know this is some bullshit. Y'all know. Now take ignition off the fucking DJ list and have some fucking respect for yourselves. Goddamn, it's not these songs have we can do something else. I live a whole ass life without that nigga. Frank Ocean got a whole new album just dropping singles on your asses. What you want? There's Chance the Rapper if we, you need a Chicago Connect guy. We goddamn. give you a new song to bump to every week. Every week! So Stop I mean, teaching the babies I Believe I Can Fly. Please. They don't remember it. They weren't there they for it. They never remember the they words. They missed it. They missed it. You can just not teach them that. Re-release Space Jam without the shit. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of shit I want to see. A re-release, bitch. Man. Let's make R. Kelly a hidden fucking figure. How about that? And Erica Badu is positioning herself as one of these parents. Like, that advice she was giving, like, some, girl, around that feminine energy and shit. Like, (laughs) literally out here thinking that she can protect her children. You can. That's the point that I'm, like, you... You think you don't have to deal with it until it's at your in your house, looking you in the eye, telling you what happened to them. Didn't fucking um, Erica Badu introduce R. Kelly recently? Girl, at the yes. Awards? So your kids are in con- They're in close quarters with this nigga. So what you gonna do? I mentioned K. Michelle earlier in terms of abuse, and R. Kelly is her fucking mentor, or was at one point. Like I'm just. And the fact that we have to just keep interacting with abusers in order to quote unquote succeed is also foul for as the, fuck. For the art. For the art. No, fuck no. that. Jasmine, I sit here and create all the time. Ain't nobody getting fucking abused. Like, what the fuck? Y'all. And this ain't and this it is just now. music. We this is in our in our academies, in our workplaces, in our communities, churches. Winning Oscars, all types of shit. Everywhere. So who's lying? What's the truth, beloveds? This story seems to be one we know. And restorative justice, and we like, you know, the thing is, 
Y'all can totally put R. Kelly back on your playlist if he goes through some type of restorative justice. If victims actually go through a process with this nigga, he's literally paying people to shut up. Yeah. There's no remorse. R. Kelly ain't, 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 can't apologize. He ain't, he did nothing to deserve this love. He sent a victim to talk for her. Man. This nigga. What has R. Kelly done for y'all? Like, honestly. The Cupid Shuffle, if you need a two-step, goddamn, there's options. Shit. He ain't started a college fund for you niggas. Nothing. He ain't started a goddamn huge picnic. He ain't giving away turkeys on Thanksgiving <laughs> in the hood, nigga. What? He ain't delivering hams on Christmas Eve. What the fuck what? is it? He didn't even make Thriller. Like... <laughs> Didn't do no moonwalker, nothing. All this for the Trapped in the Closet series, honey. Hold on. Y'all didn't even buy that shit. <laughs> Who here owns that shit? Nobody. We understand that the original Trapped in the Closet was on Tom Joyner's morning show. It's a different a world. Tom Joyner's morning show. Well. <laughs> yes. Man, what Anywho, fuck R. Kelly, y'all. Be bold and loud and disrespectful as fuck when this shit come on. You know? I was told by Apple Care that Turn you it motherfuckers off. ain't shit. Look alive. Look alive. Alright, to our shout outs. So we just wanna shout out. <laughs> <laughs> we wanna shout out getting our first press release, goddamn. <laughs> Y'all, we a real news and politics show, goddamn. Send us your shit. So apparently the front <laughs> So apparently the feminist press at CUNY is pleased to announce that Jamil Wilson Wilson has been appointed executive director and publisher at their fine ass press. The feminist press. And if y'all don't j- know Jamia Wilson, we've talked about her here on the mixtape before because um, she wrote a bomb-ass cover story on Solange for Bus Magazine. It was a Lithuation. It was one of the first places that Solange said, hey, listen, I'm a black feminist. Ashe. And I'm inspired by you internet feminists. So she's reading our shit, y'all. Just saying. Man, and Jamil Wilson is the first woman of color to head the organization in its 47-year history. The Feminist Press is lit. It is a hub for feminist publications. And who knows? Maybe we might be so lucky. World domination. (laughs) World domination. To work with, you know, collaborate with the Feminist Press Publishing, just out the bando. Out the door. You know. So, congratulations to them. Black women, you did a great job this week. You overcame a lot. Um, You were wonderful. Uh, You know, everything else is bullshit. Keep this up. Keep this energy alive. (laughs) Remember that you are, you know, God. And all this other shit is beneath you. Is just so far beneath us. So, Jasmine, what is your hope for Black Features this week? I am never ready for this question. Hmm. I feel like I'm also repetitious sometimes. That's good. In order to build features, you got to repeat yourself. It's true. Uh, my hope for my hope for Black Futures is that even when we show up as Mariah Carey to this shit. <laughs> 
we still deserve to be honored. Lifted up. Lifted up. <laughs> Turned around. <laughs> and still deserve to have the mic handed to us. Put it close to my mouth. Goddamn. <laughs> After you get your good chuckle, you still recognize that women are still human, deserve to be protected, Mm -hmm. deserve to be gazed at, to be admired, to be loved, to create a scene of worship for us at all time. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, My hope for Black Futures this week... Is that we unapologetically believe black girls from the time they are babies, Mm. from the time they decide that they are girls, that we believe them, whether it's that they don't want no more hot wings or (laughs) that they don't want to give someone a fucking hug Mm. or that it's too cold in this room or that they have to go pee or that they're hungry or that you're doing something wrong, that we just start to believe black girls. We're just like, yes, step and go fetch it for them. From the time they're small. Why not? Let's try it that way. I haven't seen it done that way. And if, you know, you notice some behaviors that you you ain't with with the black girl, it's really easy to talk to them to ask where this behavior is coming from. Clarity is a conversational way. You know? Rather than jump into punishment, by all means. Anywho, Jasmine, where can they find you online? Y'all can find me at Jazz on Your Mind, J-A-Z-O-N-Y-A-M-I-N-E, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Ashe, and I'm just Amber J. Phillips on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook, babies. If you learned something, heard something, got a little change in your pocket, hit up our PayPal, paypal.me backslash black joy we also have the petty black feminist apparel on sale still yes i just ordered my coffee cup man i sure got mine (laughs) i'm so excited and i got my little tank top i'm excited about my petty black feminism so cute right yes Uh, so yeah Yeah, that's our show y'all love you mean it this is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listened to the Black Joy mixtape. And what is it? Nobody can know the time spent, been setting the precedent. Africa, 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 Africa. Black woman is gone. Africa, 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 Africa. Black woman is gone. Africa, 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 Africa. Africa, 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 Africa,